0: Hello, I'm Guillermina Gonzalez, Executive Director of the Delaware Arts Alliance, your host for today, and with me we have uh, Linda Celestian. Uh, she's an artist, and educator, who spearheads Highlands Art Garage, a wonderful project that she's going to explain, and uh, we'll welcome Linda to the Thanks. show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So, well, let's begin from the basics. Uh, tell us a concept around the Highlands Art Garage, how it
1: was, uh, how so it well, began. So, it actually was a garage in the Highlands Literally a neighborhood garage. In, in Wilmington where you would go to have your car worked on. Okay. And Richard Pierce bought the building and had a vision to bring our ed- education to the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, full-time instructor at Tower Hill um, School where he teaches woodworking and design for all those lucky children Mm. that have that at their school. Mm -hmm. So I think it's pretty cool that he wanted to be able to offer it to maybe some other kids that don't have as many hands-on experiences. Um, So I came into the project and decided that I wanted to help him with his vision. And I started teaching when my kids were in a Montessori school, which they Mm -hmm. do have a lot of hands-on projects. And the teachers were very welcoming to allow me in the classroom, and do curriculum-based projects, and my kids have aged out of that. Mm-hmm. And well, But while I was doing that, I started teaching classes on the weekend mm-hmm. and found there really was um, a need for that, that parents would come to me and say, art doesn't fit into my kid's schedule in seventh grade, um, or they just really want to learn how to draw. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just drawing all the time, and they, they just you know would like to learn some skills. I just heard that over and over. So I teach um, at Highlands Art Garage, a uh, Saturday morning art class for kids with beginner drawing and painting lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would meet parents that said, would say, I would love to try that. I never learned how to draw. Or I mm-hmm. had an art teacher mm-hmm. that sort of discouraged me and it just fell by the wayside. So I also teach adults and I did um, a class that I called Express Yourself and um Week after week, I introduced different art materials mm-hmm. um, with, you know, some basics of drawing and painting wrapped in it, but the um, emphasis is on self-expression, mm-hmm. um, and that seemed to really strike a chord with adults, because if they feel a calling to it, they want to know, you know, what is it that it makes me want to do this? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that... It's a natural instinct to want to express yourself.
0: So let me go back about your own background, because you began teaching. This seems to be one of those projects that emerged out of uh, just joy of doing stuff.
1: In your case, what is your connection with the arts, Linda? So I have a degree in fashion design, uh, but mm-hmm. I was that uh, high school student that was in the art room before classes started and after school every day. So you relate to those <laughs> who participate I totally nowadays. I relate to those kids. That you know, wish art class lasted all day. Uh huh. Um, so that's the interesting thing. That there's some kids that don't do sports, mm-hmm. and they and their parents kind of feel like I don't want my kids sitting on the couch doing video games all weekend. <laughs> you know, I really want to see them learn how to do something in the arts, whether it's for their career or just for their enjoyment. Right. Just for fun. Right. And um I think it's great for the really really for the hands on
0: experience so describe to me uh, this space because more than anything else we're talking about an, a specific space that facilitates the interaction and happens to be the arts uh, somehow in the midst of all these. Um, tell me who's involved. Um, how many students do you have? All these kind of things that people understand. So we have person.
1: four teaching artists involved mm-hmm. right now, and that's Rich Pierce, Susan Banarsik, and Jane Chesson, and mm-hmm. myself. And Jane comes with a lot of experience um, from working at the Delaware Center for the Contemporary Arts and the Education. She ran the educa- education department there, and she has experience with the Brandywine River Museum, and now is a professor at Wilmington University. There you go. And she just had a baby, and she wants to raise her daughter with arts enrichment. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. she started classes for different age groups. But the one that seems to have taken off right away is um, for the younger set, Mm -hmm. five years and under with parent um, supervision or guardian or babysitter, Mm -hmm. even um, to come and have a story read to them and get their hands on some art materials. So that's really exciting that she really has a passion um, in teaching that she's bringing. Um, Susan Banarsik is a sculptor and surface designer who lived in uh, Brooklyn for 20 years. Mm-hmm. comes with lots of experience with lo- working with different age groups. She's teaching um, screen printing in a beginner screen printing um, class that um, was popular in the winter. And uh, like I said, for me, I... I um, enjoy teaching kids and adults. And the two things I emphasize is um, learning how to see, really look at something and really draw it the mm-hmm. way it is. So mm-hmm. It's almost like I'm strict in that respect in the okay. beginning mm-hmm. with kids. And then I'm also very interested in self-expression. So they seem like they're two different things, but I always find that, doesn't make sense to ask someone to express themselves in the visual arts way without some skills to understand how to do that. It would be like taking your child to the piano and say, play something beautiful that touches well, that, my soul that's a, that,
0: an extraordinary <laughs> point doesn't really make sense like it just go work. ahead and, and play some chopin and right, things like that right. it doesn't happen that right. way so e- we,
1: even when they're starting at eight years old they kind of get that they kind of right. understand that and they have a thrill of seeing a painting that they've done that really looks really looks like a, a flower you know and then later I might bring in different art styles and say yours looks a little bit like impressionistic style and it's right. good, but you have taken the time to learn how to mix the right colors and put them in the right place, that it looks beautiful. You know? Now
0: explain to me, for instance, I'm, I'm that kind of kid that uh, I'm, I'm just making this up. Uh, I go to your class, I don't even know where to begin. I'm just looking at those weird things, maybe a canvas of some sort, maybe some colors, And I'm just like lost in the space, not knowing. How do you take
1: it from Yeah, and I start with, and adults and kids, exactly the same way. We actually do an exercise that's called blind contour, where you're not looking at the paper, you're only looking at the subject. Okay. And I start with, say, a flower. A flower that might look like it's too complex for you to draw, and it's way over your head. Uh Uh-huh. And I said, put your pencil on your paper, pretend, pretend the tip of the pencil is touching that flower, and follow the outline a tee. Oh, Do okay. not look at your paper. Look at that subject and watch every little in and out wrinkle, crinkle. And I time it, you know, it can be five minutes, sometimes longer than that to mm-hmm. really sink into it and stop your inner critic saying that I don't know how to draw and I can't draw. And then when you look at the drawing that you've produced, lo and behold, there's mm-hmm. something about it that really looks like the flower not a flower <laughs> so, that you learned how to draw in kindergarten with the right. petals all coming from the center uh-huh. because that's not how what a flower looks like so that that's an exercise that is has really really worked in uh all ages
0: so that's the equivalent in in the writing world of uh, of of uh writer's block right. kind of thing you have to demythify the the are they afraid of the paper, the right, color, exactly. or, or what? Exactly. I, I don't
1: know. And adults are more afraid to draw than children. <laughs> you know, so I love to be able to just break that down and, uh-huh. you know, show them in but a couple ta- of But simple that comparison,
0: like pretending, say that again, it's like, like You the pretend pencil? your pencil
1: is touching the edge of the subject, uh-huh. even though the pencil is on the paper, and then uh-huh. your mind is slowly tracing the outside edge of that flower petal Going in when it goes in, going out when it goes out, and and paying attention to every little nuance, Uh um, the drawings look true to the subject, even though they might not, they might be kind of scribbled. And it evolves from there. I guess once you do that, the second time around might be easier. Explaining that it's um, a keen observation Uh and transferring that observation onto Mm. the paper, Mm -hmm. not. Figuring out how to draw a flower—it's not a left brain intellectual. I can figure out how to draw this flower, and I can no, I can no, no, it's measure it perfectly, and I can forget it, out. it. Doesn't so Let happen. go of that, and it's—it's um, an it's a exercise from drawing on the right side of the brain that helps you understand how to shift to that side. And I actually was very successful teaching that in a Montessori classroom. And this was mm. not in the art period; this was in the writing time. Really, I was invited in to teach right brain relaxing and sinking into the creative side of your brain and then the children would write from what they had drawn so that's always fun
0: (laughs) it sounds like the well fantastic and i'd like you to make a a a comparison in terms of sculpture because that's another thing that you offer right let me re-engage with the audience if you are so kind to let them know that you are tuned into news radio 1450 wilm and 1410 wdov For the Delaware State of the Arts Radio Show, we are very lucky today to have Linda Celestian. She is an artist and educator, very much related, and spearheading the uh, wonderful space, Highlands Art Garage. Um, We need to talk about your wonderful logo, by by the way, that I'm still (laughs) looking at.
1: A good friend of mine, Ken Velazquez, helped us with that, and we had some meetings talking about how we wanted to have a cool vibe. So that people weren't intimidated by art, you know that that it's a, a place where you can learn how to do something new, and you don't maybe you don't know how to use woodworking hand tools, right? Or screen printing. Or sounds like, like you that. needed to go to school for that, but you didn't. You know, you missed that train. So that's we're about coming in and <laughs> probably I miss you train, something. Linda,
0: because it sounds yeah. to me. I mean, I, I've always tried to do stuff in terms of, of visual, but never trained or anything even yeah. close. But that's not about right. right. The problem and is even, not about me. It's about uh, what we're talking about. And even about. the
1: classes, um, so far uh-huh. most of the classes we are including the supplies. Oh, so if you okay. look at the price tag and think maybe I don't know, that's a, that's because we, we are we do have comparable prices. But I've found that to look, to take a workshop and then re or a class and then read that you need to go and buy mm-hmm, a huge mm-hmm. list of supplies and As you've not never the case. tried watercolor. How do you know if you're going to like it? Well, that is true. So I, in the adult class, uh-huh. um, and also with the kids, I purchase the supplies and then well, that's very that good to
0: know, you know because honestly, that'll be my case. I, I'm probably going to go to some location, Michaels, to say something, and yeah, then I'm going to what the heck
1: am I going to buy? It's very confusing. It's yeah. totally it's, confusing, you know, and they're 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 in the market to sell you things so they are, they're they mean to confuse you they're trying to confuse you they make you think or you, you need eight brushes right. when you don't you need two.
0: <laughs> right now we're talking about sculpture
1: yeah well how does the how does okay. the process apply in this case well I, and i susan isn't here to to no, speak just give to us it, a little flavor of it with with kids as well in a summer camp situation and what it is as a place to make a mistake, Mm -hmm. like taking things and trying to figure out how am I going to glue this? How am I going to wire this? And um, there's not enough of that in the school Mm -hmm. um, because it's not, I mean, we're not worried when we're teaching, we're not worried about is this going to make the grade? Mm -hmm. You know, is this going to hold up together? You know, is it going to answer some question? We are Mm -hmm. exploring creativity Right is For the it sake gonna of make, the are you gonna make something cool that you that's all about what you right. like to do right but maybe um Susan uses things found from nature and that's what her sculpture is made mm-hmm. of. So that's pretty exciting that kids could go outside and make stuff, you know um, in this time of technology where
0: so we're talking about uh, kids, we're talking about the, the the parents associated. So how would you define if so? Uh, your typical clientele, if there's such a thing, um, are
1: you, you tell me. Well, I have found that a lot of times the kids are kind of clamoring for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two boys that have been with me for years and they, the one plays music and the other one does a little coding, but they're not on, out, uh, kicking, kicking around a mm-hmm. soccer ball. Right. And, um.
0: They are more the intellectual type. They
1: are. They're more. They're more the creative thinker, which type. is fine. I mean, not everybody is going to right. be the next Tom Brady and the likes. And so, it, and because I don't have to, you know, make projects that are about getting a grade or even teaching a certain type of criteria, mm-hmm. I can follow their interests. Mm-hmm. and, like, in, in the Saturday art class, we're going to draw animals this coming week, and I asked each child, what animal do you like? Right, yeah. <laughs> That's what Pick you're going to draw. Why would you want to draw animals that you don't like? <laughs> you know, but right. it's, like, so... I, I, I kind of hook them that way, um, which is, is nice because the classes are really small. <laughs>
0: so small, <laughs> which is great. For how long do you go? I mean, I'm a parent, want to bring my kid. Uh, how much do I pay? How do I get the, the notion of the classes? Tell us about that, how um, to get involved.
1: So on the website, our, our classes are listed. In my Saturday art class, I'm planning to bring the price up a little bit. Okay. Um, to 120 for four weeks. But well, as I reasonable. said, the, um, and this is for an hour and a half, 10 mm-hmm. to 11.30 on Saturday mornings, um, and the price covers the supplies. In well, yeah. this um, session, this year, we started with pencil and paper, but I purchased good drawing paper, so mm. they don't have to bring their sketchbooks or whatever. And we used um, colored paper and colored pencil, and now we've moved into acrylic paint. And like mm. I said, I just buy it in bulk. So that I can yeah, let them freely use it. Right. Um, because there's a lot there's a lot of learning that goes into learning how to mix colors. So I buy a student grade paint in bulk that they can use. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so you do do you teach at the same time parents and, and kids all together or is a class I don't. For kids? Um Jane's oh. doing a
1: class that's for the younger kids oh, with, I see. with parent. Um, you teach to adults. I teach adults. So on, imagine like me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> and I just finished an abstract painting class that was really fun. Oh, okay. So I hope to repeat that. And the other one that I really enjoy with adults is collage. Mm-hmm. And I used to teach it as a creativity workshop, and we did a bunch of painted papers. Mm. And then we cut them up and collaged with them. And oh, I feel I like it opens the door for creativity because if you don't like it, you don't glue it down, you know, and you're allowed to keep just keep cutting and trying. And we actually share materials of these painted papers and Oh. You know, different materials that you can use. Um, on the website, there's a blog where I have taken photographs of every class, mm. and, um, workshop I've taught, so you can see examples of work oh, and stuff okay. like that. Because we don't have a marketing budget, so I appreciate you uh, taking well, it sounded like a today. fantastic
0: project because it's a kind of cool space you want right. to just hang out And we with. would like it to
1: grow. So um, if artists are interested in sharing their craft and they want to teach at Highlands Art Garage, you can contact us through the website. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hoping to add some sewing classes. We have a boutique workshop mm. um, that's being offered for the first time. We So this is a time to that. really...
0: Uh, Sell the cool space you guys have. Yeah, so how people, to get in
1: contact with you, Linda? The we'll website, have... there's a contact okay. form, and uh, we'll answer that. And also, if there's parents or kids out there that are lo- looking for a certain type of experience, absolutely contact us and see if that's up our alley. Right. Um, because we're still adding things to the calendar. And we're still trying to find our space, what makes us different, what makes Mm -hmm. us special. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're open for suggestions on what the community is interested in seeing in this space.
0: Excellent. And this is a good vehicle for for you to get in contact with those individuals, potential clientele, or or maybe those who want to teach a nice and cool class. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm,
1: I'm learning from other artists, and I've had artists take my class. So it's a great space for artists to share things that they had that they skills that they have
0: for those joining us at this time uh where are you
1: located we're at 2003 west 17th street in wilmington that's right off union Mm -hmm. near trolley square well and we have our our sign is on our building it's beautiful as you mentioned the logo
0: now let me go back to the logo because that's (laughs) so cool what what was in mind when designing the logo
1: well because it's a garage and it uh-huh. used to be called Seventeenth Street Garage uh-huh. I thought it would be cool to use um old imagery from garage um garages and it, somebody mentioned it looked like old oil cans yeah or a gas yeah. station and apparently this garage did have gas pumps at one time there's a really? the photograph of that so it kind of harkens back to that and we have felt that the garage um You know, keeping that in the name Mm -hmm. makes it a place that's low-key and hang out and have fun, you know.
0: There you go. So as you guys move on
1: in this uh,
0: project, the
1: Highlands Art Garage, what would you like to see happening? I would like to see artists collaborating. We're Mm -hmm. talking about maybe having an artist-in-residence. Mm. Um, somebody that might help us just by having the doors open so people could see the space, but they would be able to use the space to maybe do a project. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could branch out and do a community project. There's some exterior walls that might want murals or some mosaic projects. Uh, we're not there yet, uh, mm-hmm. but I think that would be really fun um, and exciting for the community. Mm-hmm. And they would feel invested in the, in the building and in in the space um, so there's some ideas
0: that are materializing and yeah. as welcoming as you guys are, it sounds like you need the input from the community, from like different it. artists. And I'm sure it's going to happen. It, it looks like a cool, nice, and with that logo space, you got to be there. Honestly, it's, awesome. it's just a matter of time. <laughs> now, what's in Thank the pipeline for Linda as we move on in the few seconds that we have left?
1: Um, I'm... Interested in public art. So as Wilmington is slowly trying to make um, artist communities, the Wilmington Renaissance thing that's happening, mm-hmm. I'm wondering how Highlands Art Garage could play into that. Mm, if okay. we could be franchised into that. We're not in the neighborhood that they're talking about, mm-hmm. up and coming as the artists, but they're looking to art to bring Wilmington forward and right. to make it an interesting place for people to want to be. So I just want to be part of that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that in that case, the more art organizations there are, the better. And Mm -hmm. I already know that the DCCA has definitely reached out to, um, you know, embrace us and are happy to support us. Uh, So we don't need to compete. We're here just to offer a better opportunity in the city for artists and for people that enjoy the arts. There you go. So...
0: Well, excellent. And I just want to congratulate you and your partners you in so the much. Highland Art Garage Project. It sounds like it's rapidly taking shape, That is offering the space that is very much needed for those who want to hang out yeah. with an arts component to it, and it applies to both uh, kids and adults. So I want to thank you again for your time today, thank and you so uh, hopefully much. you can keep us posted on, on the many progresses that it Will sounds do. you guys are achieving. Thank you.